This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ballpark Beef Podcast. We got the beef. Let's get it sizzling. Welcome back. How's everyone doing this week? You guys have a happily happy uh, week? One week, really happily happy, and uh, looking forward to football season and uh, continuing my dominance in our fantasy league. Yeah, me and Jimmy, uh, by the way, guys, are 2-0. and uh, We are the only undefeated team in our fantasy league, so it's looking good for us. Jimmy is being uh, led by Josh Allen and Diggs, but uh, besides that, it kind of falls off. You want to talk about great second and fourth round selections by me? Um, you know, just can't really can't really beat the top half of my team right now. Um, but that's not what this podcast is about. No, no, we're not, we're not a fantasy football podcast. Um, but you know what we are? We are a baseball podcast, and today we're going to talk about baseball. So, um, hello, let's baseball. go. Hello, baseball. Uh, let's go into some team reviews for the past week. Uh, I'll start it off with the Yankees. So we were we're six and four in our last ten. Uh, we lost the series to the Brewers, which we should have won. But you know that's the Yankees for you. <clears throat> um, Judge continues to rake. I mean, there's no one better than him in the league. I think if there was an MVP for the whole league, it'd be Judge, in my opinion. He's now two away from Roger Maris's record. He's one away from Babe Ruth's record. Um, and you know that's he's going to get his bag this off season. Um, a couple other notable players have been looking good um, this past week. Glaber's kind of coming into his own again. He had that slump in 348 in his last uh, 23, uh, 24 plate appearances. Sorry. Who else is looking good? Aaron Hicks showing some life in 313 in his last 17 plate appearances. So, I mean, you know, at this point, it's kind of just hoping everyone get back on track for the playoffs because at this point, that's all we're gearing up for. Uh, Montage just went on the IL. But I think he's better off there for now, anyways. Not doing us, <laughs> doing us any good. Uh, <laughs> Bader came back tonight. He's starting. He's currently two for three with two with three RBIs right now. So that's a plus to see. Yeah. So you know, um, right now it's really just getting the guys back in the groove for uh, the playoffs. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm assuming we take the second seed. I don't think anyone's going to beat us out at this point. So second seed have that buy and. Uh, Hopefully, you know, take it from there. They are coming alive. Man, uh, your man Josh Donaldson is hitting pretty well too lately. He's 191 in his last 24 plate appearances. What are you talking about? Oh, he's been hitting better a little bit. If you extend it out a little bit further, 250 batting average, 905 OPS. Oh, okay. Waldo Cabrera's been hitting pretty well. In 30 I love Waldo. I think he's going to start in the playoffs. I think he has a starting spot in the playoffs. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I he'd be foolish not. not to ride this the hot hand, you know? Like if if I was to construct our playoff lineup, it would be from let's do catcher starting catcher. It would be Trevino. First would be Rizzo. Second would be Glaber. As much as I hate to say this, they're gonna put short uh, IKF at shortstop. If I had it my way, I'd put Peraza at shortstop. Third base is gonna be Donaldson. 
left field, I could see Cabrera playing there. Uh, center field would be Bader, and then right field would be Judge, and DH will probably be, I guess, Stanton, depending on matchups. But that's kind of how I see our... Uh... Is DJ still hurt? Yeah, DJ still hurt. I don't... I actually want to see his um, when he's coming back, but... Because I don't know what... If he doesn't come back, that's huge. That is a huge loss for us. I know Severino is coming back, which is big for us. Because, um, you know, when Severino's on, he looks like a number two. What about um, Chapman and Burton? Chapman is back. Burton, who knows? He, he In that rehab assignment he had, he left with another injury. So I think he's just done. Chapman's um, just not getting any high leverage situations anymore. No, and they shouldn't. They shouldn't give him any. Uh, so yeah, Severino's expected back tomorrow. Um, and then it said LeMahieu could return during their cor- current homestand. So I mean, you know, we're getting the reinforcements back. So let's hope it uh, helps us in the playoffs. So yes, sir. let's jump over to the Cardinals. Tell us about them, Nick. Um, the Cardinals are six and four in their last 10. Uh, they had a split series between the Brewers and took three out of five from the Reds. Uh, a little, a little disappointed against the Reds, uh, you know, only taking three. Um, they didn't really play the best games. Uh, every Almost every game was close. Uh, first one, 3 So they kind of slowed down a little bit from their uh, month of August. Um, uh, one notable player that I, I actually enjoyed watching that game, um, Dakota Hudson absolutely shoved uh, eight innings, six hits, one earned. Um, as everybody knows, Wainwright and Yachty uh, made their history against Milwaukee. Um, making career start number 325 as a battery, a uh, record that will probably never be touched in uh, for a while or ever, honestly. Um, Pujols hit another home run this week, currently two away from 700. Got two weeks left, and I'm just praying that that man, uh, that man hits it. And um, right now we're just waiting to see which wild card team we're going to play. You know, it could be San Diego, it could be Philly, it could be Milwaukee. Who would you rather play? Uh, me personally, I think the one team that I would, well, I mean, I don't really have a one that I want to play. The team I don't want to play is Milwaukee. Um, I don't know why, but Milwaukee always tends to beat us. Um, I think that if I had to pick one, it would be Philly. Um, we always have good series against Philly and always come up on top. But, uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with San Diego because they usually fold in the playoffs. So, I mean, I'll take San Diego or Philly, honestly. You gotta have you gotta have Jordan Montgomery and Quintana going in a series in a short series, right? Are those who's the top two in the rotation right now? Sorry, um, it is Wainwright and I believe it's Michaelis who hasn't been doing well. Yeah, nah, you can't have those guys top two, man. No? I'm sorry. I mean, over, I, over I'm not. I don't see Wainwright uh being nothing but then a number one starter. Um, I could honestly see Montgomery being game two. In a short series, I don't You've know. Just been... Go ahead. Nah, I just I don't. I feel like Montgomery's your number one right now. I don't know. I That's just what I'm saying. I feel like they're like, leading your team right now. They were great, you know, great de- trade deadline acquisitions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his last two starts haven't really been great. I think he gave up five earned his last start, and I think it was like three or four the start before. But I mean. 
I don't know. It's the Cardinals and it's Wainwright. I, I don't see why you don't go with Wainwright. No, I, I mean, I get that. But, you know, those those first two games are crucial. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Wainwright's not bad, you know. He still does what he does. I mean, against Milwaukee, his last start, he went five innings, one, eight hits, one earned. Yeah, but eight hits is kind of scary. Yeah, I mean, what the guy's 40, you expect him not to get hit? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. It also matters, like, you know, what, what rest is looking like for these pitchers going into the offseason. And yeah. what that last week of baseball kind of looks like for you know the regular season. See who gets lined up for those wild card games because they start right away. Yeah. yeah, and there's no no off days in between the playoffs. I know that'll be an interesting uh, thing as far as building your rotation for the the rest of the playoffs. Well, now let's go ahead. That's my uh, I was just gonna say that's my take on the uh, Cardinals, and let's hear how uh, the other side of New York done for the last week. The little oh brothers. man. Boy, have we done it. We have gone 7-3 and three this week in our last 10. Um, and most importantly, we've clinched a playoff spot for the first time since 2016. We get a big round of applause for the New York Metropolitans. Uh, we locked up at least a wild card position. So, you know, obviously unfinished business to be done. Um, there's been some cool photos going around of, uh, of the celebration from yesterday. But, you know, the fellas know what's up. They know there's work to be done. They know there's a, a Braves team to be beat, so they're going to go out there and get it. Um, some notable players from the last 10 games. Um, Pete Alonso has been raking. He's been heating up again, batting 325 with a 961 OPS in his last 10 games. Uh, Eduardo Escobar just continues his torrid month of September, batting 390, uh, OPS of 1102. You know, just really getting the, the job done on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Luis Guillorme coming back and adding a utility role back into the lineup has been a nice addition, um, and he continues to swing a pretty good bat this season on top of that. So um, It's funny, uh, remembering back, he shaved his beard when he was slumping really early on in the season, and then it's grown back in, in full form, and he's just been really just raking for us. So love to see that. Frankie Lindor doing Frankie Lindor things, um, quietly being a top 10 player in the, in the whole league. So... You know, don't sleep on Francisco Lindor. Tomas Nito, uh, still raking. He's slugging 1196 in his last 10 games. So I'm um, really liking the, the output from the catcher position as well. Uh, on the pitching side, you know, uh, seeing Max Scherzer come back, he pitched six perfect innings last night. Um, you know, really wishing that he wasn't on a, on a pitch count there so he could continue that, that uh, beautiful start. But and we'll have to save that for, you know, maybe game five in the in the DS or something. So we'll see. Um, really liking the, the team's energy right now. We're winning a lot of games. We have a five-game winning streak. And uh, we're going to continue winning and hopefully stave off these Braves the last month of the season. Yeah, you, you know what's crazy? You guys start winning games, and the Braves are just like, yeah, I'm going to start winning as well. It's like I mean, clockwork. Look at, looking at the standings, you guys are on a five-game win streak, seven and three, and you're still only one game up. I know because they're on a four-game winning streak. <laughs> it's like whatever you guys do, they try and do it better. Yeah, that's well, losing tonight. They're not doing better. Let's just say that. What are the, what's the Braves score right now? They're up two nothing. You guys are down three zero. It's gonna be a tight one, man. Yeah, I'm rooting for the Mets. Got to go to a game. <laughs> All that, <laughs> I saw a picture last night of Vogelbach uh, just sitting there with a big uh, can of beer, sitting. I'm like. Fucking Daniel Volkerbach. Oh my god, what a what a gangster. Just absolutely housing beers. I think he had three different kinds of beers and three different pictures, so he had himself a night. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, definitely good for the Mets to celebrate because uh, they won't be celebrating much after that. What? Dude, the Mets aren't good. Come on. The Mets aren't good. Are you like, what are you smoking right now? Because they have 94 wins, more wins than your scrub Yankees who choked in the second half of the season. Have bets on the best team in New York, and you had no chance of believing that you would actually lose these bets, and you're going to. Wait, I have a question though. I have a question. Who's the team say, in New York? I, I want to go back. How can you even say the Mets are bad? Who's the team in New York? Oh, you know this, the answer. This year? <laughs> no, no, no. Who's the team in New York? You know the answer. Say it. Even with Aaron Judge's historic year. The Mets are the team of New York. How can you even deny that? You can't do that. You can't just at one good season. You can't say the Mets are the team of New York. The There's no York way. This year. this year, okay, yeah, but they're not. The, they're they're not the team of New York. All I know is that the Yankees are behind the Mets in in the standings. Not that it matters where they stand next to each other, but just uh, just continue being the younger brother for the first time in your lifetime. <laughs> All right, maybe maybe I'll deal with it for a little longer. Until the playoffs hit and early exit Mets. Yeah, Cole's going to get blown up in game one for you guys. Don't worry about it. Wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Him in a playoff situation is just scary. Now, that brings us to our next topic, doesn't it, boys? It does. (laughs) That is a a perfect transition. Uh, So we're going to talk about our team's biggest holes or what worries us the most about our teams in the uh, playoffs? So for me, Yankees, as I said, it's our, I think it's our starting pitching. Now, there could be people who say it could be our hitting, but I think it really comes down to our pitching. Because if I think if we can pitch well, if we can hold teams to two to three runs, we will win, win these games we need to. But I really think, you know, it it comes down to how our starting pitching does and then how... Uh, our bullpen falls up from that because uh, you know if we're not if we're not getting the the run support from the offense, usually we don't get the run support from the uh, pitcher. So I just don't see us winning many games if our pitching is just terrible in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Um, my take with the Yankees is um, is is Judge going to be their only offense in the playoffs, or will the team start helping him out? I mean, it's kind of what it's been like for the past like month and a half. Um, as you said earlier, some some of the hitters are starting to get hot. Um, I would just like to see them uh, continue being successful at the plate and not relying on just one player. Yeah, no, and, and I I agree with that. But as of late, Judge has definitely not been the only one producing, which is a good thing for the Yankees. I'm not saying the other guys are flying off the boards, but Judge um, is. Judge is batting 536 in his last 10 games. Yeah, Judge is still flying off the boards, but, you know, it's not just Judge right now. Like, tonight, Bader is contributing, Um, you know, against the Brewers the other day. Hicks was doing something. Donaldson, you know, it's just, it's kind of becoming a collective again, which is good. But, you know, we'll see. Playoffs is what matters, not the regular season. Yes. As long as they can, uh, they can continue what they're doing now and follow it up in the playoffs, I think the Yankees will be fine. Just worry about the Yankee bullpen. You know, you had a lot of injuries earlier in the season. You had probably the best bullpen in the league coming into the into the um, you know the preseason. Um, what do you think about your bullpen situation right now? See, I'm not as worried as everyone else is. Um, it, I mean, it, it is shaky at times, but I mean, I still think we have a top notch bullpen. 
I think we have we'll have one of the best bullpens in the playoffs. I mean, it, again, it all depends on how they pitch. You know, like everyone has their off days, so I I just think we do still have one of the top notch bullpens. Um, the only issue is is I'm still not 100 percent sold on Clay Holmes. I mean. First half of the year, Clay Holmes looked like the bet. He looked better than Edwin Diaz. Um, you know, now it's kind of he's came back down to earth. So you know, we don't have that closer to go to. You know what I mean? It's not we don't have that Edwin Diaz. We don't have that Kenley Jansen. We don't have that for sure ninth inning guy as of right now, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I uh, I I wanted to see your opinion on this one, uh, Jonathan. Um, do you think? Them staying healthy with all the people coming off the IL um, now is a factor. What do you like mean? you got you got Rizzo coming back, you got Severino coming back, uh, Chapman, Bader. I mean, do you think uh, like them coming back now? You think they'll be healthy all the way? I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like honestly, sometimes major league teams will put players on the IL who really don't need to go on the IL just to give them rest at the end of the season. I really feel like that's a thing. It may be just some crazy conspiracy theory, but honestly, it doesn't sound like a bad idea in my mind. Yeah, I mean, it opens up a roster spot, no? Let someone let someone sit while you could see what someone else can bring. Yeah, and I mean, a bunch of our guys just got like 14-day rest, so I mean, I guess it's a good thing. What about the cards? Um, So I think our biggest weakness is the starting pitching. Um, we have times where our pitchers just shove and don't give up anything. And then we have times where they're giving up five, six, seven runs. Um, so, I mean, as you guys were saying before, you don't, you don't have a, we didn't come up with a successful first uh, game starter. Uh, we all had different opinions. Um, I think a lot of our pitchers are good. Um, not many of them really um, have been in the playoffs. I definitely know Quintana hasn't been. Um, so yeah, I just think our biggest thing right now is the uh, starting pitchers giving up least amount of runs to uh, let our bats get going and get a lead going into the uh, back half of the game. Are you sure Quintana hasn't been in the playoffs? Wasn't he with the Cubs when they won? I mean, like recently. Because he's been on. The, he's been with the. Wasn't he with the um, Pirates? He was, but I'm pretty sure he was on that World Series team. I could be tripping though. Yeah, you're wrong. Unfortunately, it was the it was the. Oh wait, no. When did the Cubs win? 2018. 2016. Oh, 2016. No, he was with the White Sox still. Okay. Okay. Never mind. I'm Double tripping. Sorry. Of Chicago. Bad take. Lincoln Cy Young Award winning in 2016. He was. I just yeah. saw that. Crazy. But yeah, I mean, I I do feel like your bullpen is your not your bullpen. I'm sorry. Your uh, starting pitching would be your biggest issue, but I didn't realize Wainwright's kind of shoving still. I yeah, kind of guys are just ignoring the fact that even though he's 40, he's still Wainwright. Yeah, I mean, he, he's got a 3.29 ERA, 1.2 whip. The whip is kind of high, but I mean... I mean, he only throws 89. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I but, guess it's all soft contact, right? It's Yeah, it's just his pitches, they're always hit at someone. I mean... Pretty sure he averages like three double plays, two, three double plays an outing. Are you are you not worried about your hitting at all? Like, are, do you feel like your hitting is is solid? Uh, I mean, it's not the best, um, but I think we we have a 
uh, solid enough lineup where it's uh, to me it's not our biggest uh, our biggest fear right now. Yeah, I think that your biggest. Um, I, I guess this is like a weird a weird name for this topic, right? So we're saying the biggest question mark is the playoffs. <clears throat> I'm gonna think of this a little bit differently for my answer for the cards. I'm saying that this is the biggest um, you know it factor for for the cards, right? So say I think that the the Cardinals' success will hinge directly on Arenado and Goldschmidt showing up in the playoffs. The offense runs through them, and I think if they're slumping, you may have some problems offensively. Um, one player I really like is is Tommy Edmond. I think he doesn't get enough attention. Um, he kind of falls in the background on this team, but I, I think Tommy Edmond's a real good spark plug for you guys. Um, you know, I think he's he's pretty quick, right? Steals a, a couple bases here and there. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I think that's a, a good table setter for you guys in the, come the playoff time. Um, and like I said, the offense really runs through Arenado and Goldschmidt. So if they're on, expect the Cardinals to do some damage. And if they're not, they may get in trouble. Yeah, we've been having him and uh, Donovan be our one-two, and then just go down the list. It's Arenado, I mean Goldschmidt, Arenado, and then Pujols. So yeah, I wish Paul yeah, like, Young had uh, his his return to form. You know, he's kind of been struggling lately. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of him. He used to be good for you guys. I think he's a mech yeah, killer he, too. He had one good year, but got hurt this year in the beginning, and he just he can't really hit the ball, and he's not really he, that. Not that great defensively, honestly. How do you feel about your bullpen? Um, that's I mean it's iffy. Um, we do have some good pieces, but um, I think we struggle with um the relievers after the starters. I think our back half of the bullpen is pretty good. Um, but our, I would say our five, six, seven. Um, recently watching them, I don't know if they're just trying new people or giving d- people days off, but. That's the one spot with the bullpen where uh, we tend to give up a lot of runs. That's that's going to be a big part of the playoffs too, because nowadays a lot of these guys last what five six innings. So those those middle middle inning relievers are really huge. It's a great yeah. I mean, you're, you're lucky if they get five. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, the game we played now you got ninety pitches going into the fifth. Yeah, that's a fair point. It's a good transition, though, because, uh, you know, let me talk about the Mets a little bit and some of my concerns. Um, the biggest difference with playoff baseball, I think, is the limit on pitches and, and innings for starters. Um, and I think it's going to be exaggerated even more so this year because there's no off days between series, right? The the, the playoffs are on a condensed schedule, so they're going to get done, you know, within a shorter amount of time than previous years. That means less rest days. And I think that pitchers once they're getting tired like don't be surprised if your starters get pulled after like 75 or 80 pitches so they can pitch again in game you know if they start game one they can pitch again in game four um and i think it's going to be exaggerated a little bit more this year so uh obviously that kind of brings into question middle relief on every team you know you'll need more arms coming out of the pen at that point uh and for the mets you know i don't know who we can rely on in middle middle relief at the moment we picked up Michael Givens at the deadline, and he's looked sharp lately. But um, you know, for a while after we acquired him, he's not looking too good. Um, I like Seth Lugo. I like Trevor May in the later later innings. Obviously, you can't go wrong with Edwin Diaz, the best reliever in the game. Definitely going to win some Cy Young votes, uh, not award, but he's going to win some votes there. And um, you know, I think our starting pitching is solid. I think they can all give five solid innings. It's just a matter of the middle relief, though. That that scares me. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think I don't think your issue is going to be scoring runs at all. Um, I think it's definitely just your middle relief. 
And because, you know, your starters are solid. It's just, like you said, middle relief. That's really, that's only the only hole I could think of in the Mets uh, team for now. Yeah. I think, like, what could happen is, you know, folks like Tyler McGill, um, Adam Adovino, you know, maybe David Peterson, Joely Rodriguez, maybe they step up in some in some spots to offer you know, some middle relief options. Um, but, you know, I, I want to save all the late innings for Seth Lugo, Trevor May, Edwin Diaz, you know, those those three. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, getting through those middle innings, I think, for the Mets. Yeah, I mean, look at, if you look at your starting rotation, it's almost guaranteed you guys are going to get out of four innings either with the lead or tied. I mean, it's going to be very rare, I think, that you guys are going to be down maybe one run, two runs, but not a lot in the beginning. Uh, it's definitely the right when, right when you guys go to the bullpen, who's going to be able to step up and keep the game close so you guys can get to your heavy heavy hitters in the bullpen towards the end of the game. Yeah, I think that's it too. You know, I, I, I hope that, you know, DeGrom and, and Scherzer – uh, continue you know along their their good seasons um degrom got roughed up a little bit in his last outing but lee bounces back and and you know has another good start or two before the playoffs and and we can ride you know ride high on the uh on the success at the end of the regular season it's the best have, player in the league i have yeah. a question for you jimmy is period anyway do you uh do you think you guys lacking lefties are going to be a big factor in the playoffs definitely Absolutely, it's going to be a big factor. Uh, you know, David Peterson is going to have to take on a lefty specialist role. There's really no way around that. Um, you know, we we have Joey Lucchese in the minors. I don't know if he's going to get the call. He may be staying there for the season. Um, and really, it's Joely Rodriguez and and David Peterson. That's what we're looking at from the left hand side. That's because that's another factor that I wanted to say with the Mets. I mean, yeah, you guys don't really have a a pitch and change where you have lefty lefty or whatnot i mean it's pretty much hitters are going to be seeing it from the other side of the plate yeah i hope there's some reverse splits guys that can go against lefties because uh, i you know i don't know those stats off the top of my head but um that'll be helpful against them yeah i think our offense uh, can put together runs i think you know i think as long as we keep hitting the ball send it station to station pass the baton to the next guy and uh keep terrence score on the base paths stealing the bases um we should be in pretty good shape did you see that Terrence Gore stat? Yeah, what does he have? Like almost fifty stolen bases on his career? No, that like each um, the past like two I think World Series teams have picked him up the winners just so they have like a, a fast guy on, on that. So he has like two rings just for like stealing bases. Yeah, yeah, he has one with the Royals and then one with um, who else? The Braves. He yeah, he won with the Braves last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that a, is that a sign? No, it's not a sign. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it to be a sign because I won't stop running my mouth. No, if if the Mets win the World Series, I want you guys to all know we will never hear the end of it. That might be the worst, uh, the worst like couple months for you. Yeah, it'll be uh, yeah, that's true. I won't hear the end of it. Yeah, we might have to. I, I won't hear the end of it only if only if the Mets beat the Cardinals. Imagine they sweep the Cardinals. Yeah, and imagine I win a lottery. <laughs> the dream. I think I think they can hit sweep you guys. No cap. Next. Nick would be very sad. <laughs> Next. Next. Ain't sweeping awesome. the Cardinals, man. It's possible. You never know. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. DeGrom goes out there and shoves. Scherzer goes out there and shoves. You're already down two games, bro. Well, you do realize that like 
most of the time they're going to go five innings. You still got four innings left of the game. They could shove all they want, but if we get to the bullpen and we magically score runs. You got a lot of righty batters. We have a lot of righty relievers. Uh, that's fine, but like we get it that the Grom and Max are good, but they're only going half a game. There's still the other half left. We'll see. Scherzer's a dog in the playoffs. Hey, it is what it is, you know? Yep. You guys win, you guys win. You are the better team this year, so you guys are projected to win. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a fair but point. Here's your first, always, folks. Always a story better. of underdogs. I mean, look at the that's, Nationals, what, two, three years ago? That's fair. I feel like the underdog story is always the best. It is. That's why. Not when it's it. the Cardinals, though. Yeah, the real underdog story will take place in the NLCS. <laughs> oh yeah, when you guys beat the Dodgers. That's right. That'll be you know, Braves Dodgers is going to be a very good game. Uh, five that, series. That is going to be a very good series. Yeah, be nice I really don't know who's going to come up, up the East. Yeah, well, well, that's what we're praying for. Yeah, I mean, it's only a game, so I know your your butthole is pretty clenched right now <laughs> it's uh it's too close right now that's for sure yeah well you guys got anything else to talk about um well, I'm, I'm actually surprised that jimmy didn't uh talk about the record that the grom set this week which one was that? Probably, i don't even remember probably doesn't even know <laughs> <laughs> 40 uh 40 starts um with three earned or less first yeah, time like, since like the early 1900s I mean that doesn't even really surprise me. Like this, this guy, I, I, I said in the beginning, the beginning of the year when he came back, he is the best player in the game. Period. Point blank. No competition. He's the best at what he does. And those kinds of records, they just fall by the wayside because of his dominance. So, you know, it doesn't surprise me. I just wish he didn't leave the hanger to O'Neill Cruz, and uh, cause me a little anxiety in that game because you know sweeping those Pirates were a real key uh, to our playoff journey. But you know, I don't know. I think uh, I think Degrom's achievements speak for themselves. Best pitcher uh, in the game right now, best player in the MLB right now. It's not close. He's not the be- <laughs> he is not the best player in the MLB right now. That's cap. That is super cap. I don't know. He's the best at what he does. I don't think you can tell me otherwise. Aaron Judge is the best player in the league right now. All right, here we go. Is he not? I don't know. I mean, that's that's very hard to argue. I don't know. It's a hard argument. That's for sure. A hard argument between DeGrom and Judge. Right now. Right now, yeah, it's a hard argument. Skill-wise, and we're talking about stats for the season. Obviously, Judge is having the best offensive season right now. Is he your MVP still? Yeah. Oh, f- come on, man. <laughs> you kidding me? If he doesn't win MVP, th- th- it's rigged. You can have some beef with the voters. We'll get that sizzle yeah. on the cast. I'm going to freaking find out where all of them live and just, I don't know. All right, here we go. TP their house or something. All right. All right. Well, I'm tired. Because both. We sizzled the beef. Yeah, I think the beef is kind of <laughs> dying out. The sizzling's dying out. Uh, but yeah, guys, thank you for listening to another freaking episode. This is going to be episode nine. You know what that means? Episode ten is next week. That's like a, a milestone in some way, right, guys? Ten episodes. Yeah, man. We, we gotta we gotta bring that energy next week. <laughs> We've been doing this for 10 episodes. Oh, nine episodes. I'm sorry, almost 10. And, you know, every week it gets easier for us. Like this week we came into it. We we're like, what are we talking about? All right, let's just BS it. And we got we're at like 
over 30 minutes right now. So just know we get we got the baseball knowledge. So once you get us going, we're not going to stop. Anyways, that will be all for today. Thank you guys for listening. And remember, every Wednesday at four, we drop a new episode. If you want to talk to us, you know, communicate, uh, join our discord. You can communicate with us. And if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitters. Our Twitters will be in the information section of the podcast. And I hope everyone has another happily happy week. Thank you. I'm rolling with this. I'm rolling with that. I'm taking that to the grave. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And peace the F out. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.